0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. See, it's been a while, and now we are back. And when we and, and when I say we are back, it is it is going to be an amazing time with us again at the Desperate Entrepreneurs Podcast because we've missed you, and we've been we've been hearing lots of feedback about how people are getting inspired, how people are getting engaged, how people are starting to see that there is another another way, an alternative way. So I am bringing a top achiever just to like kick off stuff again. So she's the business and executive coach for moms. So all you moms out there who think that you can use your, you know, being a mom as an excuse, nah, she's got you. So we have Anum, are you, uh, an- Anum Hayat, hope I pronounced that well. Anum yeah, Hayat, yeah. yeah. You know what, she quit her nine to five job in the FTSE 100 company in London, which is the service headquarter of the world. FTSE 100, you know what I mean? That is the cream of the cream. The creamiest companies in the world, FTSE 100. And you know, she knew there's something that's out there that she wanted to do because what she's doing at the FTSE 100 company. Yeah, but she needed to like pivot and go somewhere that she's actually fulfilled to like help you out. So now she discovered her passion and she started running her own business and she feels the fire every single day. Without going any further, Anum Hayat, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank
1: you so much. I'm so excited to join you and it's an honor and I'm really looking forward to a discussion. I'm really pumped up. Let's let's crack on.
0: Yeah, yeah. good, 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 good. See, you you you, you see, when we are when leading up to the show and we're having this conversation, I said, you know what? I would really like for the audience to actually hear your story and how you you're from Pakistan, right? I am from yeah. I am from Nigeria, so there's no much difference there. Yeah, but yeah. We, we, yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I want to take back to, you know, where I've come from, because that's really almost connect the dots and you can see how things progress. And within me, you can see yourself, right? This is what I'm trying to do. It's not about me today. It's about the audience, it's about you guys, right? All I'm trying to do is to show you that if I can do it, anybody can do it literally anybody can do it. So I was born in a very, in a lower middle-class family in Pakistan and, we had very minimum resources to the point sometimes that even in winters, my mom used had to ask people, you know, for like hand me down clothes because we couldn't afford it. And sending me to school and uh, university was a wasn't possible for them. So I started my schooling with a literally a really small school, which is smaller than our house at that time, and our house was quite small. But that was the only thing they can could, could afford. So. I, from very young age, I had this desire. The only thing I had was desire. So if you have the desire to do anything in life, that is enough. You don't need anything else. You don't need money. You don't need connections. You don't need opportunities. All you need is a desire. So I had that desire and I continued that desire. Although I saw all the things in my physical world, which were against that, you know, like money's hard to earn you money, money doesn't grow on trees we can't afford anything and also the fact that everything was so difficult on its own still i i had this desire which was burning and increasing in every single day so i left um, i got a scholarship in one of the really good schools in in my city in karachi and from that i started to give birth to this desire to study in top university in the whole country I thought it was impossible and, but deep down, I really wanted it. And it was, it was the top university in Asia, the top 25 universities in Asia and literally getting their admission, it was impossible. It was literally like going, landing on the moon and it was super expensive. There was no way I could afford it, but guess what? I ended up getting a scholarship and that was literally a miracle. That was a return for the desire, you know. Isn't I was blown away. Like, what, this is crazy. And then, you know, when once you go on the step, you want to go on the next step. Like, we are spiritual beings. We want to always go higher. We want to always, if we run, we want to run faster. If we can write, we want to write better. We also, always want to do something the next step, you know, so I thought, what if I can land a job in London? <laughs> and when I thought about it, I was like, wow, what a joke, you Wait, know, <laughs> before, 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 before you get to London, where were you at this time? So I was in, I was in Lahore with the, where the university was mm-hmm. and everybody in, although it was a top university in Pakistan, most of the people, because there was also economic downturn, most of the people were struggling to just get a job in Pakistan. And I had this dream that I want to go to London. <laughs> and if I would tell anybody, they would laugh. Like they would think that maybe I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the drugs or something, <laughs> which probably I wasn't. <laughs> but it was, it was so far-fetched also because UK doesn't, doesn't allow work permits for international people. Right. Other, if you're not in U- EU and also the fact that um, I was, there is a whole long procedure to really for companies to sponsor people and unless companies have no other choice they would never sponsor anybody so why would they hire me a fresh graduate like how many fresh graduates are in the in London and how many of them are getting a job so why would they hire me right like it doesn't make sense but desire doesn't ask for for evidence desire doesn't ask for logic Absolutely. Desire is just
0: a desire, you know. Absolutely, and and you know what uh, was he, what, what did he say? Uh, Think and grow rich, Napoleon Hill, when he was saying that desire is the beginning. Yeah,
1: yeah. desire is so, starting so, for all riches. Yeah. When when
0: did you when did you start having the desires? When you were in in, uh, in university or before then?
1: Yeah, so the thing when I was in school, I wanted to go in a better school. When I was in a better school, I wanted to go to the top university. <laughs> I was in the top university. I wanted to go to London. <laughs> right. So it was it was literally like it was. And the funny part is that I did apply to companies in Pakistan, but I wasn't really into it because my heart was telling me that this is not for you. And then I got a really nice uh, job in Poland. It was it was an internship, but it was in the it was the top university British uh, company who was actually based in Poland as well and they had the biggest uh, office in Europe in Poland and they have products like all over the world Bank Benciser so they make like um uh, uh, they make a heart, uh, vanish and they make um a tetol and they have like lots and lots of products like Neurofin and uh, you know all those that. Like they have, they have a huge product portfolio, so they uh, gave me a job in in internship in Poland, and I still, I love that, I love that experience, and I was you, you know, like, yeah, did, sorry, did you get
0: did you get headhunted in in Lahore? Oh, yeah, you
1: know? so I applied to an exchange organization called Isaac. and you know like when you have the desire the way starts to unfold if you if you let yourself if you believe in it right so I didn't know how I was landing on where I wanted but I was just following the way because it was unfolding itself so I was just following what was coming my way in a very joyful state I wasn't like worrying or I wasn't like checking oh my god when it's gonna happen because for me it was like it'll be nice to work in London and then Think, I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know I was using the power of my mind to create the impossible, I was just enjoying, you know, whatever is coming, but w- what I didn't know was that the way was unfolding, so Poland was almost like a stepping stone, you know, because I was getting closer to UK, but even when I was in Poland, there was no chance, no probability that I will get a job in London. And um, I was working there. I was really enjoying it, you know, like being abroad. I couldn't afford the ticket. You know, they paid for everything. So it was so good. My salary was really nice. And I learned so much. You know, I had such a great experience. And before, I think six months passed, the director called me and he said to me that we have got a job for you in London. And I was literally blown away. And the funny part was because I was so shocked that he thought that I didn't want that job, and he was trying to convince me that it's a really great idea to accept that position. And and no interview, nothing was required because it was just a you know trans from one country to another. It was just a transition. But the funny part was that I was so shocked, and he was trying to convince me to go that it's such a good opportunity. And I was thinking like, this is where I wanted all my life. Of course I'll go. You know? <laughs> but he did, he thought that I'm, I'm shocked because I don't want to go. So it is again, you know, there was another candidate in who, who had a boyfriend in UK and she really wanted to move. And actually she was from France. So for her, she didn't need any visa, nothing, but, um, they chose me and I need I, they, it took four months for them to sponsor my visa and everything right because it's that long it takes that it's so much headache they have to spend a lot of money and they have to do so many things but that is the power of desire and when you believe that it's possible that they they were they really wanted me in their job because they said that your performance is really good you're doing so well but I I when I look back I just think that everything just unfolded for me. And that is the beauty that you don't have to control the incidents, what happened in the achievement of your desire. You just have to trust. Like um, Steve Jobs says that you cannot connect the dots moving forward. Mm -hmm. You can only connect them looking backwards, but you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future. So you have to trust the process and be joyful about it. Don't get worried, you know, that when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. That is not your, how is not your problem. You need to be clear what you want, yeah. right? And then yeah. I landed in London and after a few before, months...
0: Before, before you landed yeah. in London, I just want to like hold you on that Steve Jobs quote of connecting the dot backwards. Did you get, did you, you mentioned you've been talking about desires, 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 which is great. Did you get that, um, that system that that um support system to like push to push you towards towards experiencing or actually talking about desire were you because of the environment that you lived in mm-hmm. was that in any way an impediment to you desiring something better or the next level the next level or you oh just i like, love
1: this question such a nice question so one of the things which i didn't understand at that time what i was doing but i had this habit that i would just put earplugs on and listen to music and at that time i was wish i would i always used to visualize myself already having what i wanted right so i would visualize i always had this very fixed image which could anytime come in my mind because it was so it used to come so often that i am driving a really nice car in london i could see my face in the mirror And I had this image so strong that almost like it consumed me. So for me, almost like, you know, I was blinded to all the distractions and all the not possible kind of ideas. And there were a lot of people around me who, who thought that I'm crazy, who thought that, what is she talking about? And people used to say, you're a dreamer. You always live in your imagination. But later when I read Think and Grow Rich, I realized that imagination is the number one tool we have got, you know, as human Mm -hmm. beings and, as kids it's muted but this is our biggest power so I used to I remember when I was a kid my mom used to hate the fact that I would put earpods in my ears and and if she would call me I wouldn't know because I'm listening to music but what I was really doing is putting all my focus on my image you know what I want to have and I was doing all those things unconscious I didn't know that i'm actually following you know, universal laws i'm you know i'm actually creating something in my mind and bringing it into physical i didn't know any of that in fact i i felt guilty for listening to so much music and wasting time because we are told that if you're imagining things you're wasting time go and get, do something with your life you know stop yeah. wasting time fantasizing but later that we find out that fantasizing is the most powerful skill we have because yeah, did, first we yeah. create First, we create things in our mind and then we bring them into physical, mm-hmm. but everything is first created in the mind. So I I was blown away and now I do it. I love doing it, but I don't feel guilty about it because now I, I know I'm creating, you know, I'm in the creating mode. So, wow. yeah. yeah. So that's why all the distraction, the image was so strong that the it faded all the distractions. You
0: wow. know, that is powerful. So now, now you've been now you're moving to london you've been processing you're coming to london now desires are getting met so how how did you learn in london
1: so i came to london and i and i was over the moon i i had i loved the place it was really nice i didn't really feel like i've been home because I, i've been living in my mind in london you know <laughs> so i um hey, then I, after a yeah exactly it was crazy and and when i first time i got my license and i was driving the i got a really nice car and i was like oh my god this is exactly what i imagined like you know the picture can literally come exactly so what napoleon napoleon used to picture himself driving rolls royce so when he actually got the rolls royce he went to that specific place where he was driving rolls royce and he said that when your mental image comes true go to that place you know and, and make it like almost like t- solidifying it so that your mind mm-hmm. sees that look it's done you know it's created so it's so beautiful that the image comes in its form like as it is and then I I wanted to like again the desire for more and to be honest a lot of times we are told that we are greedy we want we want more we should be happy with what we have got we shouldn't be desiring for more I think the basic human uh, instinct is to want more because we're Mm -hmm. constantly looking for fuller expression of our being. We are constantly looking to improve our lives, to go upwards. We are spirits, spirit always go high, right? So we are constantly looking for better, better, and better is a beautiful world. No matter where we land, we want more. We want to, and at the end of the day, it's about getting fulfillment, you know? It's about creating our highest expression in the world Mm -hmm. leaving our mark in the world so I then I wanted a better um, job so I at that time I start I started seeing like a lot of like corporate people around who would be in like you know they're like senior managers and like like really in their you know full-notch personality and stuff and I would I would start like visualizing myself like that and Within few months, I gave interview at BT British Telecom, and I had an interview for um, two positions up than my job than my current job, and um, so I applied for that interview. I I got the interview, and they said they were giving me the salary, but I was I got seven more job offers, but the salary I was getting from the other companies were a lot higher than BT. So I said, sorry, I cannot accept their job. And within an hour, they gave me even a higher role to accommodate me because I interviewed so well. And again, like, it's it's all about, like, I, I constantly practice that in my mind, like in my imagination. And that just, you know, like that gave me so much practice. So when you are actually imagining things, you're actually doing rehearsal, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is so powerful, like using our imagination in uh, in everything so I I was listening to Beyonce's interview and she said that when I'm creating like when I'm doing like concerts or my songs I imagine everything I create every single detail in my mind and that's how everything turns out so beautiful so Napoleon Hill said that imagination is the workshop of your mind right so that is why like it's we we should use it a lot more and i was that's what i was doing now that i realized i didn't know that's what i was doing Mm -hmm. yeah so and then i started as a senior manager like three positions up in corporate and so
0: yeah so so when you so when you landed in london you were mixing and matching going to had a different jobs yeah for you and these were high high paying jobs in london so your your desires yeah. and your imagination have actually came true yeah is, that exactly is, that is wonderful that is wonderful <laughs> yeah. because you know most and times you know, because you know you know most times when people from people the diaspora when we when we land in london we just like shut down yeah we get, we get we get into this we get into this um headspace and we just like shut down there and We've, we 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 kind of see that this is the end. There is nothing more to do. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. Staying in that in that actual box. Oh, I forgotten what you said about there's a the box that you said you like you. You had to like break out of that box. Hmm. So I think what
1: happens is that when we are, when we are, what I've noticed is that I worked in that job for uh, eight years, and I, I, when I came, when I realized that this is not my true passion, right? My passion is something else. I don't feel that fulfilled anymore, and that's when I started really going within, discovering my passion, and I did the passion test, which is uh, the number one tool in in America and it's used by more than one million people in the world to discover their passion and I was I when I discovered my passion I became so fascinated I became their consultant I was like oh my god I want to help Everybody to discover their passion because it's like you know, you feel you meet the love of your life for the second time, once mm-hmm. of course in your relationship, but then second time, you know, in your in your career, it's literally like that, and,
0: and your eyes will go boom, like
1: woo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The word so the,
0: the, the word you used was
1: corporate boxed. You felt completely
0: yeah. boxed, yeah.
1: So, mm-hmm. what I what I felt was that when I was in a corporate world I was I, I got a salary every month which was decent you know I was it was okay life was okay but I felt that I, when I came out of it I felt that I was in a prison and I didn't know I was in a prison because and it's not it's like you know you're stuck in a box mm-hmm. but because everything is okay you're not on fire you're not really connecting with yourself and it's like you know it's not nine to sometimes it's seven to seven because you have to commute to London then to come back And also the pressure and the things that we almost get stuck in this box and we just want to get by. And we are so tired and we're not fulfilled. We're working so hard. We're almost like stuck in a rut and we're just doing it on and on. And we are not really reconnecting with ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. One of the things I, I realized I never asked myself is what would I love? What do I really, really want with my passion? What impact I want to create in the world? Okay, moving to London is just a location, but what do I really want? Like, what would I love to do in my life? Right. And when we are in a corporate uh, environment, we forget that question. We just want to meet deadlines. It's like PowerPoint or PowerPoint. We have got like so many things. And I, especially if we live it for women, it's, it's even harder because it's like, you know, it's like they have to, they, they, I got my first daughter and I had to leave her right. For, for the first time. And I had to leave her and go to work. I, it was a heartbreaking experience. I, I, and at work, I, I couldn't focus, right? I was just constantly thinking about her. And when I came to her, I was so tired that I had no time to spend with her. So, you know, it's like mothers have to always pretend that they are at work, that they have no children and at home that they have no work. And they're literally trying to do everything perfect. And nothing was perfect, like we we're ch- constantly chasing. And even at work, like I, I was still doing my job, but I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like when you are when you're really smashing it, Mm -hmm. I didn't have that feeling because it wasn't something I was passionate about and also like when you start to have children especially for women like they when you tell them that okay I need to go home at exact five o'clock they think oh she's not that ambitious she she doesn't want to work hard Mm -hmm. but that's what I mean like it's not about how many hours you put in; it's about what you do with those hours right so I just felt that I'm not I'm not, I don't feel on fire, life is done, it's boring, it's like I used to sometimes go for a walk, you know, in the city, and I would just and, ask myself, that where am I, like,
0: what is going and, on? See, and, and this was your desire, this was your desire to come to London, be in this corporate environment, and this was your desire, what happened?
1: So what really happened was that I I had this image, right? Because when I was, I I think a lot of people can relate to that. But when we are growing up in school, we are told that study, get a job. And if you get a job in a good company or sorted, like this is the ideal. This is what you have to make. But nobody tells us that we are here to create something. We are here to, you know, create an impact in the world. And we have been given a gift and we have to use it. We have to find our purpose, what it is, and then work on it. And then we st- realize that we ha- we feel on fire. We want to do more. And that's when work doesn't feel like work anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, growing up, I was almost like for, I was in the box that if you land a good job in a good company, you know, you're sorted. And that's what a lot of corporate people in a uh, in corporate world think that, okay, I just need to get, I need to work hard. I need to. Keep my boss happy, but where is the fulfillment part? Like I remember that uh, when I was working, um, there there was this director and who was quite, you know, like who was very uh, uh, like upset all the time. He was very harsh with people. And when I opened my own company and I was doing like a questionnaire for people that how how fulfilled you feel, and he filled out for me as well, and I was shocked that his score was literally like out of 100, it was less than 10. And I was shocked that you are a director, like you are. And he was always complaining that he doesn't have enough money because even we think that we are paid decent, but we are literally just getting by. We are paying bills. You know, we are just uh, barely afford things and that's it. But it is really about, you know, expanding, like reconnecting with yourself and understanding what do I really want? Not what I can have, but what would I really, really want? What... What do I want to create in this world? If I if I can do anything, I want. So
0: so 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 Anum, what was your passion? What what did you discover? What was the second love that you discovered?
1: So I discovered that I want to help people, uh, especially moms, because I went into a mom's shoes and. Experience, you know, not living a fulfilled life. So, I want to help moms live a fulfilled life and I want to help them understand the power of their mind and their power of their imagination and how they can create the impossible and live life on their own terms. Because for me, the biggest thing what happened to me was when I was, um, when I start I started going back after my daughter, I realized that I'm not really fly, flying high in my job anymore and I don't feel fulfilled. And, and I had a discussion with my husband and he said, but one of us have to take a backseat for the kids. And I thought, what if I don't have to, what if I can be that mother who wants, who can spend so much time with her daughter at the same time, I can, I can create an be- empire, you know, I can achieve all my dreams because I have worked so hard to get to this point. Why would I, uh, you know, give up? Why would I like, why would I want to choose? I think for moms having to choose between um career and dot and uh, bringing, you know that like their uh, children shouldn't have to be on compromise they should be able to do whatever they want so i just thought that i uh, what if there is a way and i remember having that conversation with my husband that once i figure out the way i'm going to teach you to the world and that's what I did. Like I found out the way <laughs> how moms can have it all. <laughs>
0: that is so that is so that is that is so powerful. That's so powerful. There are lots of there are lots of moms out there who who, who are feeling the same way. What, what what is the issue? Because sometimes perhaps they want to be better, they just want to be better moms. Perhaps they hmm. just want to be better moms who moms who, who, who can have it all. Yeah. perhaps they want to be moms just like yourself who wants to like follow their own passion so what what did you do when you when you discovered this
1: so I think the biggest issue with moms which I experienced is that I'm still working on it to be honest I think we are always work in progress <laughs> but <laughs> what I've really experienced is that we always have mom guilt right so when we're at work we are feeling guilty that oh I'm not spending enough time with my child my child will be is not with me. Look what I'm doing. And when we come back from work, okay, that's when we are, we are still feeling guilty. Although we spend so much time at work, what like that is effort, right? That counts. But, and then when we come home, we're like, oh, I'm not able to do so much for the house. The house is not that clean. The things are not on spot. So again, we feel guilty. Then we feel guilty for our kids that, oh, we are not. So we're constantly beating ourselves up. No matter what, we just beat ourselves up and we always feel guilty. And what I also felt was that we, a lot of women have this belief, even my co-workers, they said, one of my coworkers, I remember said to me that I told my kids that if you want to have good things, mommy have to go to work. And I said, but why? Why? First of all, you don't have to go to work to earn money. You have to provide a service to earn money. So why do you need to go somewhere to provide a service? You can provide a service anywhere, especially in internet time when everything is global and you can literally sit in one corner of the earth and do and connect with people in different corners. Why do you need to go somewhere to provide a service? Right? Is it, that is what we have been taught growing up? Right? That you have to wow. go to work, just get a job. No, earning money it comes from providing a service, and you can earn money while you're sleeping. If you set something up it constantly runs on autopilot you can earn money right so it is not a result of going to work that is the wrong perception so there are basically three ways when i started to work on this i realized there are three ways to earn money first is trade your time to, for money right and that is what 97 percent of the people in this world do they trade their time for money okay and when you do that you are always reaching a cap because you have 24 hours in a day, you have to eat food, you have to look, spend time with your family, you have to do so many things. The second way to earn money is to invest money. But for that you need to really understand money, right? And mm-hmm. the third way to uh, uh, create earn money is to create multiple sources of income. Create different services. You know you can sit in your home in the comfort of your home and you can do so many things. You can travel the whole world, be there for your kids, attend their school functions their college functions you know if they want you to go out with them or if they if they're sick right like i remember feeling sick at work because my daughter uh, feeling guilty at work because my daughter is sick why do i have to apologize because my daughter is sick you know but i had to do that so This belief in in moms that they have to compromise between their career and between the the kids is not true. You can literally create the business of their dreams, become a millionaire, create empires and still spend a lot of quality times with your kids. Because earning money has a lot of ways. It doesn't have to be going to work. That is what we have been told, but that's not
0: true and that's just one way of earning money. So you mentioned you mentioned three ways of earning money or making money or we don't make money anyways but any money. Uh you mentioned you mentioned you you have the one is to trade trade time for money and then, and the second one is to invest money but for you to invest money you need to actually know the intricacies yeah. of money and the third one is creating multiple sources of income and um, services as well products and services. Yeah and you can actually automate them. So which one are you doing right now?
1: So I am um, currently working on them. So I've I've just finished writing a book with my business partner. So that is our source of income, but also it is a beautiful book. It's called uh, Skyrocket Your Income by Following Your Passion. If it's on Amazon, if you want to, have a look so that that books talks about all these things what I'm talking today but mm-hmm. it that is you know like you can if that is what I'm working on then I I we have set up a lot of programs for women where we are helping them uh you know like on self-image on uh how, how to become uh, a successful mompreneur right and there is another program on how to get free leads for your business so you know when we start business a lot of people don't have money a lot of people don't have so much Uh, investment sitting around right so how do you get so many leads by not like you know grinding or by not killing yourself on internet and going crazy dming people and then we have got a whole program on mindset and uh, secret science to success so there are different programs and they are set up right and we coach them we coach people we teach people but i don't have to go to work right i can sit in the comfort of my home i can be in the good energy with lovely people around me with lovely mums who i would love to connect with and honestly like now people ask me that how was work and i and i think oh when did i work i i don't remember working because i don't work i i love it right so it's, it's mm-hmm. not work for me anymore i left my work ages ago when i was working for a corporate firm now i don't work now i just have fun and earn money yeah, right? speaking,
0: about, speak, speaking about you left work um what did you do Did you just like jump and start creating stuff for yourself or what did you do how did you leave work
1: and start creating? what's the mindset
0: behind that as well
1: so i um when i had when i had my kids right i realized that this is not fulfilling me i'm i'm feeling so guilty because i'm not being present for my kids i'm not going to get their childhood again And I'm okay, even if I'm sacrificing all this, I'm not having a perfect career. I'm just on if I if if the way I was perceived because I have kids, right? Uh, Because I have to sometimes take time off because they're sick, because I cannot be like, you know, I have to leave at five o'clock, I cannot stay till 8 p.m., you know, these kind of things made me feel that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna become a CEO, right? So why compromise my kids? So I said, you know what? I want my life on my own terms. I want to do this on my own terms. And that's when I said, okay, what do, what do I want? I didn't start with what is possible. This is the biggest mistake, not what is possible. What do I want? And I wrote a, a, literally a script of how I want my life to look like. After doing the passion test, I wrote a two page script covering every aspect of my life that this is my ideal life. I don't care what is possible, what is not, because as I said, how will happen? we need to focus on what it is that we want so i cre- covered every part of my life that this is exactly what i want and one by one by one it's happening it's it's literally like magic because once you're clear on what you want you focus on that and the funny thing is that when i was in when i was working i was so tired you know, like this is something which happens that you are so tired, you're drained, you come home, you have kids, you have to give them bath, you have to put them to sleep. You have to, like, you're so tired that you don't have time to think about yourself. You don't have time to give to yourself. And this is what a what message I've got for uh, people who work in corporate environment that give yourself the permission to dream. You have to get out of your own way because when I started doing this, I realized I was coming in my own way Was Uh, nobody stopping me? It was just me.
0: How did you how did you come out from your own way? Because sometimes when people when when folks want to have that transition, they find out that most of the time they are the one who is stopping themselves, not giving themselves the permission to like take the next step. So you you were feeling this way in your corporate job, in your corporate environment so what you gave you dreamt you were clear and you gave yourself permission so how did you get yourself out of your own way and start making the next taking the next step
1: so what i realized was that as i said like in when i was when i was growing up i was told that getting a good job is is the best thing right so my desires my dream were based on that but when actually I started questioning my beliefs, I started questioning what I've been told, that it is not about just getting a job, it's not, it's about, you know, creating your mark in the world, it's about following your passion, it's about doing what you absolutely love, and that's when I, I realized that I need to change these beliefs, I started questioning my belief, do I have to go to work to earn money? No. Do I, uh, do I have to just even even this belief about secure job is is your job really secure no because the day you're fired it's not secure one day they can tell you sorry see you later Mm -hmm. and that's when it's not secure so all these beliefs we hold if we start to question them that's when we realize that our beliefs are holding us back and whatever we are doing is a reflection of what we believe in so when we are almost when we are stopping ourselves, it is because of that belief, that underlying belief. And we need to really change that because most of our beliefs are not true. They are coming from, you know, they are given to our parents by, by their parents, and they're given to them by their parents. So they might be hundreds of years old, you know? <laughs> so they yeah. don't serve us anymore. So you were wearing the
0: you are wearing the corporate hat and you had to like take the corporate hat off and put this entrepreneurial hat or side hustle hat on. So what was the mindset of putting this other hat on and just cutting yourself off from, you know, because having a nine to five is stable. Now you are into uncharted territory. So how did you manage?
1: So what I, what I realized was that when I was a nine to five, I was literally always looking forward to weekends. Sunday was the worst day because the month is going to come and Monday morning is like, oh my God, do I have to really go to work? And then it's literally like, I, I, when I get out of it, I realized that I was, I was literally in a box without realizing I'm in a box. Right. And I'm just like living my life like that. And when I actually stepped out of that, I realized that the job security and these kind of things, is just the state of mind. If you believe in yourself, and if you know that success is guaranteed, because whatever we imagine, whatever we believe in has to happen, right? That, that it is definitely it's going to happen. Sure. And it, so success is guaranteed. So, so you are secure. There is no room for failure because the only, for me, failure is that this method didn't work. Try another method. So you are not a failure. It's just the method you're using might not work. So I changed the definition of failure for me. And that's when I started to take bold steps. I started to do things which my, my normal self wouldn't do. I would, I decided to feel that energy, that inspiration. So I really believe in uh, being inspired and really using imagination. Because if you just start to like hustle, you're going to burn out and you're going to, you know, stop doing that. But if what you bold, really... What bold steps did you take? So the bold steps I took was I created the image of what exactly I want to be as a person. Because what I when I started studying, so I was, worked with uh, Bob Proctor and um, I took courses from Brandon. I took courses from a lot of like personal development experts, right? Jack Canfield and pa- Passion Desk. And I realized that we can create our own personality, right? So what we have got an image of ourselves, and that image controls us all the time. So the way we see ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So if I want to, if I want to have different results, I want to change the way how I see myself, I want to change my identity. And then I said, okay, what is my real identity? Because whatever I am right now is a mixture of the beliefs I got growing up from all the people around me. So it's not really me. It's just my environment, right? So I want to create my true self. It means that I want to write down how I want to be, how I want to dress like, how I want to look like, how I want to talk and all these things. So I literally created every single detail about me and I started implementing those changes. That's when I created a new identity. And when you become that person, you can, then that's when you get the courage to take those bold steps. That's when you realize that okay, I can you know I can start like I started teaching people. I started um, you know I wrote a book. I started um like I, when we started our first cohort of the coaching program. Like the, the results they got were incredible. Like they and one of our clients wrote on her goal card that she's gonna uh, that she wants to increase in her salary, and within two months. Her goal was achieved. So the, I realized that this is our power. We can inspire people so much mm-hmm. and we just need to be in spirit ourselves and we need to use our imagination. We need to give ourselves the permission to dream. We need to really go after them. We need to be brave. We need to think, what if I won't ever fail? What if success is guaranteed? And when we start operating from that mindset, like the, the game changes. Like it's, it's literally you're playing on a different playing field.
0: Yeah, you've been you've been you've been successful doing what you do, and you successfully um moved, <clears throat> and you've you are going successfully towards the direction that you actually desire, which is which is fantastic. One question is the mindset, because that is what really that's what separates us initially from our goal the mindset that oh no that is we can't do this did you ever doubt yourself and also and also if you want to start again if you want to start again just wind back and start all over again what would you do differently
1: if you if i want to start again what sorry my career
0: yeah if you want no 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 not your career if you want to start your passion again and start going towards the direction that you are right now as a business owner, what would you do Mm -hmm. different?
1: So uh, the answering the first question that a doubt, you know, one of the things which were, this is the most precious learning of my life which I'm going to share now. And this, this just changed the game for me. What I realized was that whatever you believe is going to happen. Okay. So it is not the outside circumstances. It is not, the um not what is possible what, what's not possible it is your faith. whatever you believe right if you believe that you want y- this is possible it's going to happen right so your be- belief would create the reality so this is something which really changed my perspective that if I believe in something it is meant to happen it is guaranteed right so then I would ask myself that why would I choose a negative belief I can choose whatever belief and it's going to happen, right? I can yeah. create it. When yeah. I start yeah. believing in it, I'm going I'm to tap into my uh, the power of my mind, the subconscious mind, and it will turn it into reality. I will attract whatever I need to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So what do I want to believe? That's, I would ask myself. Then I would say, okay, what, what is it that I want to create? Okay, then let's start believing that. Why do I believe that I would fail? Do I want to fail? No. no. So why do I believe that? choose the beliefs you want to create because only your belief will create the fact nothing else no circumstances like we i want to give it an example in i think it's in think and grow rich when henry ford wanted to make a specific kind of um, engine and he told his uh, people that i want to do this and um, they told him that no it's not possible it's not and he said to them that i know it's possible and if you want the job make sure you do that and they kept doing it, six months passed, it didn't work. One year passed, it didn't work. And then after one year, all of a sudden they could make it. And Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So whatever you think is right. <laughs> so why I wanna think something negative? Why I wanna let doubt creep in when I know that doubt is gonna destroy what I want. So I just asked myself that I'm, cre- I'm the co-creator do I want to do I want this no then why why am I thinking like that what is the belief I can choose which will support it you know which will support what I want and the second question if I'm starting out again the first thing I would recommend doing like I what I would do is I would write out exactly what I want in my life what does my ideal life look like in every aspect not just your career where do you want to live what kind of house you want to live in what kind of car you want to drive what kind of people you want to hang out with what kind of charities you want to support what is your cause what kind of business or even job you want to every single aspect and then I would uh create a goal you know for which is the most important thing I want right now and then I will write it on the goal card and I would start living from the end and I would start focusing as if it's done if it's already done and when I do that when you do that, you will step into your power. You will start attracting whatever you need to make it happen. And, and literally you don't have to work hard. This is something. And when I say hard, I don't mean that you don't take action. You just sleep all day. That's not what I mean, but you don't have to like kill yourself, like working 12 hours a day. Of course you need to take action, but you will take inspired actions, which will be inspired by your vision. You will be on fire. You know, you'll be totally stepping into your power and when you do, do those things, you will need few actions instead of millions of actions, you know? And wow. that's when it's, it's joyful. It's beautiful.
0: Wow. I know you just, you just bring it home for me. <laughs> because <laughs> taking inspired inspired action is so amazing. And, you know, see, if you guys want to take inspired action, because I don't know how the time went so fast, but, you know, <laughs> This is this is something I'm so passionate about, and I believe the audience as well are passionate about this, and will learn how to like start creating the the, the best version of themselves, have goals, set them, and start taking inspired action. Not a million things like you said, but you know, take the right action, the right execution, yeah. and land. You never know. You dreamt you dreamt from Lahore and now you're in London living your dreams. And what yeah, else can you ask for?
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and the funny part is once you land somewhere, you want to go for, far. You want to go more. Once you achieve that goal, you want to do more. And that's the beauty. That mm-hmm. if you if your goals are dead, that the day you're you have no goal, you're not living anymore, right? Yeah. So that's the beauty. Like Go for the next one, go, yeah. go for the
0: next one, you know. Because I know, I, I, know some, I, I know some people who want to connect with you because they're thinking the same thing right now. They have, they had their dream job for the past five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. But is that it? Is that, is that is, is that, is that, is that it? You know, and you can actually help a lot of people because that is your passion. We are all, yeah, doing, God, yeah, we're all doing God's work, according to one of my friends We are all doing God's yeah. work. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, I, I really see myself I see it as a duty, and I, I love this. Like I can do it all day, if, even if I have an option to not sleep, I wouldn't sleep. You know, that's how much I love this. So it is like you know, when you find your passion, you literally feel the fire every single day. Like yeah. it just burns you. <laughs> You're like so. Let's get it lighten up. up.
0: Anum, let's get it clear now. So who do you actually help?
1: So I help uh, mothers who want to create the lives of their dreams, who want to create empires, who want to have great careers and who want to raise successful kids, who want to raise happy kids and want to be there for them. Like if they want to take time off for their kids, they don't have to ask anybody. They can just do it. You know, (laughs) they can just get up and say, oh, let's go to the beach. Yeah, let's do it today. You want to go somewhere else? You want to go shopping? Let's do it. And um, and if anybody wants to specifically reach out to me, I would love to help them because, you know, the things where I've studied and what I'm doing in my life and what I'm teaching really applies to everybody. You know, it's about human potential. So if it really resonates with other people, I would love to help you because it's God's work. You know, I want to I wanna help as much people as I can. So what I would really recommend is that um, I would share links. So one is my profiling and I do a, my own show called Moms on Fire. Mm-hmm. so that has so much information like i share every single day i go i do that every well, single so, day so,
0: so how can they connect you if someone wants to connect you now
1: so they they can um can add me on facebook i i will you can share my the link to my profile and i've also got a, um, a free i'm also offering free um discovery calls for people to help them be clear what do they want literally mm-hmm. it's all about what do you want you know i would really help them become clear really carve it out for them and what is it that they really really want so if you want to have a session with me 45 minute session to really deep down and really go there you know where we don't go you know and really dig deeper to understand what is it that you really want in your life then i would love to do that and i will share the link you can book that call and um i will share that link as well yeah and yeah you know literally the best day to start is now there we don't know what ha- past is gone and we don't know what's going to happen in the future the best absolutely. time is right now
0: absolutely all the links all the links to our new connection it's going to be on the description below or on top wherever all on the show notes so you can like connect with her discover call, free 45 minutes to get clear because this is our yeah. this is this is our Act of doing some part of God's work, you know, and she's amazing yeah. at that. I know. I just want to say thank you very, very much for your time, and it's mm-hmm. been. A thank privilege. you so much for inviting me. Yeah, it's been a privilege talking to you, and for you don't see people who follow their passion every day and ex, and being excited about that to like talk about it as well. So I'm very grateful for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you. Thank you yeah. so
0: much. All right. Yeah, so this is still Victor Osio. I am the diaspora chief. So where I have conversations with entrepreneurs, business people who have actually from the nine to five, they've pivoted, they moved towards living their lifestyle of freedom. And we just had an amazing guest. with she's an overhiva she over, academically. Now she's doing that in her own in our own business right now. So Thank you very much for hanging out with us. I will see you next time and next week. Bye for now.